Are we recording? Um, I am recording, and I'm having <laughs> no, okay. a hard time finding a way to get into the episode. So what about five? your background? Should we all change our background? Oh, I gotta change I my background. Change One second. I okay. Oh, here we go. Now it's official. Oh five, <laughs> four, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Okay, so there's about five minutes of uh, recording that is not going to be on no. any any no. any realm of the internet. It's not going to be there. It's going to sit in my hard drive as evidence. Yeah, you're going to use it to like yeah. to free up scene style, like Please. blackmail. No, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, wait, wait until Ronan Farrow comes by the happy hour, and then we can be worried. <laughs> or even better, the NHL is equivalent, Rick uh, Westland. Westerland? Westland? Westhead. Westhead. Westmore. Oh, Westhead. There we go. Westhead. We out. An excellent human being. My name is David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, I'm Beth. Someday I'll get a background, and you can find me at H-I-V-E-R-H-Y-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my new pantyhose, Mike. I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore pepper on Twitter. Damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what she's talking about is a pop filter. It's oh, this thing. Yes, that I could thing. Put it, I could totally put it on my legs. <sighs> All right. Yeah. You know, I kept the five minutes out for a reason, but here we are. We're the happy hour. <laughs> At Happy Hour on Twitter, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, HappyHour.com, and YouTube.com slash Happy Hour. God damn it. God damn it. Fuck. Oh, my Fuck. God. So, all right. This isn't about that, but happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, yep. Yes. The uh, My favorite quote of his is, uh, violence is the language of the unheard. I think I butchered that, but it's one of my favorites of his. I think it's, uh, it's Beth, unheard or oppressed, I think. I thought it was unheard, or violence is the know. violence is the voice of the voiceless, or something like that. That's probably mm, what. Like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. either that or it's Malcolm X. So I'm doing a really good job <laughs> Listen, representing here. I don't here. know either. So well, it's he was such an orator. There's like any there's so number. many. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's so many. So good, but that's definitely one of my favorites. It's in a KMFDM song, actually, for those that are into industrial electronica music, which mm, I think I flubbed uh, their genre, but hard to pin down. Beth, you mentioned you wanted to uh, mention uh, something to me before. Yes. I, I want to make sure I don't forget that before yes. we get into the fucking Habs. Fucking Habs. This is fun, and then we can get into the depression part. So, <laughs> uh, if you remember, a couple of, two or three years ago, um, the NHL the hockey hall of fame brought out their uh black history mobile museum and uh it got paused for a couple of years because of covid but it is back and once again the nhl has done fuck all to promote it like it was at the um the winter classic i had no idea until today i had no idea that it was even back until i saw somebody else who lives in the northern part of virginia tweet about the mobile being at um i believe the capitals practice arena um mm -hmm. And so if you live close to or within reasonable driving distance of a um, NHL uh, city, um, I would highly recommend looking at the NHL site. They have they have a list of all of the um, the sites that's going to be at. It's through April, like the end of April, that it's going to be traveling around um, the United States and Canada. So it's not just 
not just the US, the United States and Canada through April. Um, I unfortunately have to work this weekend, so I cannot go up to DC and see it. Um, I wish I had known about it beforehand. NHL, I have not promote heard of this at all. Please promote this. We, I talked about it a couple years ago. Um, I recall a little bit. It's 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 just it's just, it's like a it's like a tour bus, like a band tour bus, but they fit it out the inside to be like a museum for about Black um, history within the NHL. And now they are they are also uh, trying to start, they're adding in pieces, not just about Black players, but also um, Asian, um, Indigenous, um, and uh, Middle Eastern players as well. And they also now have a uh, Black women's section um, with a Sarah Nurse Barbie um, and then somebody, uh, somebody has a special stick. Crap, who is it? Uh, oh, bother. Um, <laughs> Blake Bolden. She has a, she has a signature stick um, that's in there. And that, and the, uh, in the article, which I'll tweet all of these links out. Um, the article that I saw about um, the mobile being at the Winter Classic. Um, they talked to. They have quotes from two. Uh, young girls who I think are 10 and 12 and they play um they play hockey and they they're both uh black young black girls and they play hockey in and around St. Louis and um part of the initiative of them the the mobile going to the Winter Classic um is that the there is going to be a uh funds given to build a new rink um for the uh less privileged area um and it's supposed to be done by the spring. So they're they're already starting on it and they're already working on it. So it should be done by the spring, which I thought was really neat. And it was just really cool to find out like it's back and after not being able to go around because of COVID, it's still gonna go around the, all of the US and Canada. And um, they're doing so much more in that. Like, yes, like it started out as centering black people, but now it's about, they're trying to do so much more to center the other minorities within hockey, because there are a lot of minorities in hockey and people don't think about them. And, um, there are some people who are double minorities, whether they're, um, of multiple races or, um, like they're not white and they're, and they have a different gender or they, um, are part of the LGBTQ community. Right. 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 Yeah, so it's just, it's really neat. And I won't read the whole thing on air, but um, there, I wish, like, it's just, it freshes me so much that, and yeah, it's not February yet, but the fact that this has been going around since uh, the, since January 1st, um, and there's been no, I've seen nothing about it from the NHL's Twitter. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't, I had to work the day of the Winter Classic, so I wasn't super on Twitter, but everything I saw about the Winter Classic, there was nothing about that, um, even with all the fan interaction stuff that I saw. So that's really, really frustrating. So it's but. on NHL.com? Mm-hmm. It's on and NHL.com. Ha- is there a, is there a particular page? Like if it's um, <laughs> probably hard to find. It's in, it says it's in news. It's in news headlines. Um, this is from the, from December 31st, the one about uh, the winter, uh, being at the winter classic. Okay. Um, but even I looked it up and all of the news articles that I saw were either from 2020 or 2019. Um, back when it first came out, um, it's not, and it's not on any major news networks. It's all on like local news websites talking about this. It's not on like, it's not, I don't see it on like TSN or Sportsnet or the score or ESPN or anything like that. It's, it's only on 
the NHL news website and then a bunch of local sites. So, um, yeah, that's that, really annoying. But it's an NHL initiative. Yes, it's an, the, the oh, NHL how, and the Hockey Hall of Fame. How insulting is together. that? Yeah, like we'll let you do this thing, but you you know go and do it, and we're we're going to pretend it doesn't exist. Exactly. Like what? That's it's really it's really annoying, sucks. and I don't. I don't understand it, but it looks really, it looks really cool. And even though the NHL sucks at promoting it, um, it, it looks really cool. And I highly recommend going. There's a lot of like really cool graphics and information yeah. and like, um, they have Willie O'Ree's skates are in there, oh, sweet. um, that you can see there's a, and his Jersey is being retired soon. I believe, um, there's just a lot of cool stuff that looks really awesome in it. And I really, really, really wish I could go. Um, oh, they have um, NWHL um, sweaters in there as well. Like they, some, there's a picture of the two girls that are, that were interviewed um, with a Riveters um, jersey and stuff like nice. that. Um, so at least the people who are putting the mobile together are, work, are working really hard to make it super inclusive and super awesome. Um, ah. So definitely worth your time. Yeah, Willie O'Ree's um, uh, a jersey retirement ceremony, I think, is coming up very quickly. Yeah. The, what's this guy's name? Shit. Duclair was being interviewed in one of the intermissions today on ESPN. I got the ESPN coverage today mm -hmm. um, for that Habs game, which was kind of cool because Leah Hextall and Cassie Campbell were both calling the game. Two yes. women. All lady broadcast today that for the game awesome. uh, Habs against Arizona. Yeah, it was very like, cool. I really like them both. Refreshing. Um, so yeah, so Duclair was being interviewed, and he was talking about Willie O'Ree. The entire interview was about Willie O'Ree and it, you awesome. know how it inspired him, and and how um, O'Ree was a mentor for him in many ways. Yeah. Good. That oh, that happens. It happens tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, it's tomorrow yeah. night. Oh, it's uh, coming up. The Bru the Bruins yeah. game tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. They um that's coming off the heels of the Hockey Diversity Alliance's uh commercial about um oh Taped. yeah Taped. yeah yeah tape out hate I think tape out hate yeah. there it is yeah uh powerful bit of a you know promotion there uh each of the players uh, that are a part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance uh, saying words about um messages that they've received or things that they've heard during games uh dealing with well they're lots of racists like hockey and they go to games and they call out you know players that are not white we can say comfortably i guess lots of yeah. racists play hockey lots of racists play hockey as well yeah awesome so with all that being said yep d'angelo um yeah down in raleigh they pretend yeah. like they don't know any of that yeah yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure the marketing and communications team is having a ball with that. Yeah, just don't interview them. Done. Yeah. yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Much yeah, like our Habs today. That was embarrassing, dude. That was embarrassing <sighs> that to was watch. Tough. All right. So, how how am I going to start this? Uh, <laughs> people that know me. And that have listened to the happy hour consistently. Should I take uh, my headphone out? Know that I have um I've been talking about how bad the Habs are since almost week two of this season, give or take. And I'm running I'm running out of adjectives. My scholarly mastery 
of the English language is being put to the test to describe <laughs> the abysmal depths that this Habs team has found itself in. So let's start. Um, <laughs> there were two other games in this past week. Uh, Boston and Chicago. And that's a whole other fucking conversation to have. Uh, in Boston, the Habs were simply mopped. There was no rhyme or reason to that game. And they just got flummoxed from, from start to finish. Wednesday evening. What was I doing Wednesday evening? I think I turned the game off at some point. I don't recall. Oh, wait, how come that's I think there? you did. One second, one second. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> right. It was, it was the Brad Marchand hat trick. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, oh, my God. Uh, 15 minutes into the game. A good 10 minutes to start. Honestly, the Habs looked like they were a team for, you know, 10 minutes of the game. Then Brad Marchand scores, and he scores again, literally 15 seconds 15. later <laughs> off of a crazy bounce off the boards that he found. Went over Allen's head, right? And then uh, Curtis Lazar gets uh, another with uh, under a minute left to go in the period. It's 3-0 going into the second intermission. Uh, seven minutes into the second, Brad Marchand again, shorthanded. And everyone knows how much I love shorthanded goals. Love them. And again, I can just continue talking about how bad the special teams are. And I'm, there's nothing more to say. <laughs> There's nothing more to say. Thank God Michael Pazette is on the team. Scores. Yeah, well, not today. Yeah, not today, though, for whatever reason. I guess we had to make room for veterans. What did as... I miss? Well, people are getting healthy. Mike right. Hoffman's back. Uh, I have to take a look at the roster again. Jesus Christ, who was out there today? Dvorak's back. <laughs> you know, the only Dvorak's guy that can win a is... fucking face-off on this team. Josh. Anderson's back too. Power horse. So, yep, yep. So there you go. Did Actually, he even play? Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he played was, in I this game. I only had one there. eyeball on the game today, but Anderson played a game was, today. It's working. He allowed one of the worst goals I've seen this season against. An absolute. I just I couldn't believe it happened. Like it's a goal. He, I it's a goal I would expect to happen for like the rejects. Just absolutely blew my mind. Anyway, we're talking about the Bruins game. Ah, four one against after Pizzetta's goal. Then Curtis Lazar makes it five one. So Curtis Lazar and Brad Marchand had themselves quite an evening. All right. Oh yeah. Do you remember uh, in the first period when Jeff Petrie's helmet came off and then he just skated into the middle of the play and like kicked the puck just to get the penalty out of the way? It's so. I mean, th this past week. When it comes to I may have turned it off by that. When it time. comes to this was the first period, first ten minutes of the game. Oh, okay. The first penalty of the game. And Jeff Petrie's helmet was literally pulled off. He was pissed about it, didn't leave, and he just interfered with the play until they got the whistle. So oh, okay. he was pissed. I don't blame him for that one. Now yeah. the thing here is that this game in that particular incident, the game against Chicago. In, with the with the fucking incident there, and then today, when it comes to officiating, what the fuck is the NHL doing? Hey, guess what? Dave's talking about how bad the refs are again. It's 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 consistent. 
for years now, even before COVID, that officiating in the NHL, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking roll the dice. Yep. Magic eight ball. Face no consequences. Magic eight ball. What what's going to be the answer today? I literally yeah. tweeted that for the fucking uh, um 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 a uh, 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 goaltender interference uh, uh call that Desharm was going for today. I was like, oh, get the magic eight ball out because nobody's going to know what the fuck it is. Going to talk about that later since we still have the <gasps> Chicago game to talk about. Habs lose five one against the Bruins. Marshane gets a fucking hat trick. That rat bastard pissant. So I wasn't even pissed off. I, I just, just don't get. Mm-mm. It's just I don't. If the game had rules that were followed, I yeah. wouldn't get pissed. Because now I'm not even pissed at the Habs. I'm pissed at the league. Yeah. And I'm forced to watch this up Chicago. Habs go up against Chicago. Ah, oh, what was special? Oh my about god. This? Ah. Yeah, just give me a second. I got to double check something here. Uh, Corey Shunneman. Holy shit, I was mad that night. Uh, Deforak, blah, blah, blah. Who is out for this? I always uh, check if Amanda Suzuki is still following me when I get particularly prepared. Oh, my God. I just, I'm, I just, it's crazy. So, a bright spot in this Chicago game is that Jeff Petrie gets his first of the season in this game. First of the season. That's right. Over 30, what, 35, 36 games into the season? I don't even know what game it is. Whatever. We're in the 30s now. We're not even halfway through this fucking season. Oh, my God. We will be soon. Safety. If there's no more postponements. Anyway. Uh, I feel like we're... Uh, I'm not even going to jinx it. Dominic Kubelik. If that's how you pronounce his name. Starts off Kubelik. the scoring. Starts off the scoring. For, I don't know, starts off the scoring for Chicago. He has seven on the season. He would be tied for first in the Habs. Jeff Petrie gets one. Lekanen and Romanov assisting. Where was I for this game? I know I watched it. Um, I was watching it with Max. Oh! I watched most of it. I I think I was... Was this a Thursday night game? Yes. That's why. I I was was playing hockey. That's right, you were. Yes, that's right. We talked that day. We did testing my my pantyhose. Right, the pantyhose mic. Absolutely. (laughs) My headset's giving me problems today. So, uh, Jeff Petrie ties up the game. Mike Hoffman takes the lead. The Habs take a two-one lead into the third. Patrick Kane scores two minutes into the third on a power play. Tied up. Hey, Habs get a point. Awesome. Then overtime happened. Now, here's the thing. I started watching this game at the five-minute mark of the fourth period, uh, the third period. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. I get to watch some of the Habs game. It's your fault. Are you frozen? No. I'm staring. <laughs> it's your fault, Dave. I thought he was frozen. <laughs> this is how Are still you- okay. I can sit. You're a cat. It was an outrage. Like, this... I mean- that the 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 ten minutes of actual hockey that I watched when I sat down after my game and I'm relaxing was just again I I don't have the words left. It is an abortion of sport. There's no point. F- what? Why play the fucking game if you don't know the fucking rules? You don't know whichever way that something's going to get called on any f- 
fucking night. Overtime. Philip Kurashev gets mangled up with Hoffman. Shoves him. Hoffman hits the bar of the goal because they're going in after uh, Montembeau. This after the fact that Allen got injured during the fucking Bruins game. Yeah, I think. In the first period. First period of Bruins game. So Montembeau, you know, gets rocked by, you know, two fucking NHL hockey players. And then they have to decide whether or not it's a fucking goal. And everybody got all the rule books out. Everyone was a a lawyer, a sports lawyer. It was a fucking, (laughs) it was a fucking doozy. I understand now why it was ruled a goal. Because I shit you not, back in 2017, Gallagher scored a goal that was sort of kind of like this one. Gallagher and was ruled a goal. Gallagher against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't. Frederick Anderson, you know, went to, you know, uh, push off. But when he pushed off, it caused the goal to leave the mooring. And the puck went into the net after the goal left the mooring. They ruled that it was a good goal because Frederick Anderson, as a player, intentionally or accidentally moved the net. And that was the ruling for this. Hoffman, despite whether or not it's his fault intentionally or accidentally, if he moves that net off the mooring and the puck goes into the space where the net would have been, legally, that's a good goal. No matter what. Except except if it's offside. Now, I'm going to get to that. Oh, yeah. However. Oh, I forgot about that. God damn. However. That's I, what outraged me. I texted my friend Sam. Sam is an actual referee in the USA hockey system. The USA yeah, hockey but- book is different from the NHL rule book, apparently. And it says that if a goal is scored while the net is off the mooring, no goal, no matter what. Depending on penalties and there's subtext for, like, if somebody does it on purpose and blah, 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 blah. But if it's... If the the goal is not on the fucking goal line, doesn't count. In the NHL, that's different. Because we saw today in Arizona... The goal was nudged off the mooring and they called the play down as they should. Yet, mm-hmm. if there's a goal involved, it's a completely different thing. And it just, it, it will just let it go. See what happens. Blows my mind that it's that different. Um, freaking what happened uh, uh, today that I had, um, oh my God, what the, what the heck was it? Brendan Gallagher? The goaltender interference, that's right. But we'll, we'll get to that later. Because oh. now we got to talk about that offsides. Possession is actually defined in the NHL rulebook. And that's the big sticking point. Because unless I'm fucking insane, that guy was offsides when he received the puck. Apparently... And also in control? Yeah. Eh. Possession and in control are actually, or control and possession are two different things in hockey. Totally different things. Possession takes precedence in this role. And like that, I couldn't, I could not fucking believe that. No. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Sure. We've been caught. We've been talking about getting refs to have them be reviewed after games. Like the same has to be for the war room. Like, what is the war room? Who works in the war Toronto. room? Guess where it is? Toronto. 
Yeah, but who are the people? Who who who, who are the actual names? Like who are they? Like is it Nobody Goofy, knows. Snoopy, and yeah. Donald Duck? Like, like what kind know. of fucking uh God? Like what? What kind of Big Brother shit is that? The War Room. Who are they? Yeah, we'll we'll never find out. The same way that referees never face any consequences. Yeah. Consequences, and that's why they do the shit that they do. And they've got their instructions from the fucking league. That you know, hey, you know, we gotta get Chicago back, and you know, whatever the fuck it is, it's just it's a complete outrage, and nobody, like, it just nothing happens about it. Nothing. There are rule nothing changes, happens. like the the rule change to have um, offsides be determined by the plane of uh, the blue line. Finally, good. That was a good rule change. This had nothing to do with that rule change, but like he. No, he was offsides before he, he got was the puck. Both feet, both feet, well beyond, well, <laughs> inches beyond the plane of offsides. Yeah, like what the, what the hell? Anyway, it's just an absolute joke. Is it is nuts? I forget who it was. Nuts. Oh, Somebody tweeted that there was a referee playing or a referee overseeing the game today that the Habs have not won under since won a game under since 2018. Haven't won a game what? There's a ref, uh, there's a referee that was oh working the game today. Yeah, yeah, but I can't. I'm trying to remember who it was and I can't find the tweet. Well, I don't know a freaking uh, uh, scout the refs if they're even like accurate. The the account is, but I only mentioned that because. COVID has knocked out referees, too, that we don't hear about. You know, it's like, what the... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. It's so, like, like the... we don't know if, like, they have... when the Like, if they were out for any period of time. Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea. Gotcha. Like, when I heard that Wes McCauley was calling games again, I was like, oh, I didn't even know he was back, because I thought he was, like, ill-ill. Or he had, like, a family thing going on. But he's, like, the only referee we get news about, because it's Wes McCauley. Ah. Yeah, and people actually like and care about God him. damn it, man. Yeah, maybe it man. was scouting the refs. Hang on. Yeah, scouting the ref is hit and miss for me because they don't like, you know, like I want to hear about this shit when, you know, when it, I mean, I don't, in a normal season, I'm not, I'm not invested in this season, but, um, I want to hear still about a this COVID shit. Season. Like it takes, yeah, it takes forever to fucking find shit out. Yeah. Um, it's, it was Kelly Sutherland who I believe that has one under during playoffs versus Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's like a regular season. The Habs have not won under him since 2018. Well, that's cool. That, that's where, as a player, I would be so frustrated because this is a game that I prepare myself for, and it's my job. And it's just the refs and the league turn it into this entertainment product. It's like Benny Hill. It's it's Should be playing it's, over everything. It's must be so infuriating and brendan gallagher's tweet today was on point yes it was and And if he gets fined good good pay for it yeah fucking a five dollars brendan gallagher will never pay for a beer in montreal again never god damn it even though he didn't ever thank me for his birthday present it's cool cool. he still has it (laughs) it's it's been years like it's brendan he probably was like what the hell is this (laughs) and it's just ties but anyway, Aww. it's okay. That's a miss on the on on the Habs PR part. Maybe now that Chantal Maccabee maybe is there. I don't know. Maybe he thought I was one of those 
people that wants to like murder his girlfriend or something. No. Oh, she's lovely, isn't she? She's lovely. And I there were people saying that he's oh too ugly for her. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, honestly, he is punching out of his weight class there, but yeah, it but doesn't he's matter. Also, he's still very attra- he's still an attractive yeah. person. He has an attractive personality. He is great with dogs. He's fucking hilarious. He can't he can't cook, but that's fine. You yeah. can get fucking blue apron or whatever. For somebody to cook for you. Exactly. Like he's so blessed. Money talks. Whatever. Exactly. And also, but Brendan Gallagher, like, he is not an ugly man. No. So. But I mean, it's just it, it, our society is so fucking fucked. Have 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 I dated out of, fuck out of my league? Absolutely. What's out of your league? Um a a literal like, 10. I I have been with a literal oh. 10. And I like the whole time I was like, what is going on? Like, are you, are you pretending that you can actually see? Anyway, I have There's so much value put on the outside. There, ha- there is. It's yes. so fucked. But it's Brendan so Gallagher wrong. is wonderful. And yeah. he seems like he'd be a fun person to be totally. friends with, let alone in a relationship with. Yeah. And they, and that's what she likes. And she is clearly, she clearly cares about him enough to be in Montreal with him in the middle of winter when yeah. she would rather be in a warm, sunny place. I mean, totally. she might live there. She, well, he she said, might be she, well, true, but he said she'd rather be in Florida, so I don't know. Well, true. But but people people need to get if you're mad that a, that a really good player on your favorite team or on a if you're mad that a person oh, who is not you is that is happy, then you have bigger problems you need to deal with off the internet. Like just yeah, swiping that whole thing about an athlete gets a girlfriend. No fucking shit, lady. Like fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Anyway. Like who like Christ. imagine just being mad that other people are happy is like oh. I've never understood. It doesn't like I I really have never gotten it. And it's just it just it just it, it, it these people are exposing themselves. They're revealing yes. themselves as 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 completely shallow. Because like my dad used to say, all this stuff, it can go away tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You could be in a horribly disfiguring car accident. This is actually what my father used to tell me. But this up here, exactly. This is, you know, that is what, 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 you know, what's appealing and attractive. Because you know, you can have a super beautiful woman who's an absolute bitch, an absolute horrible person, super good looking guy who is an absolute dick. You know, guys who are like so into their looks and all that shit. It's just like that, that, that value that you put on the external part that, you know, like the attraction to that can fade really quickly when you've got a shitty personality or you're a mean person, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that just, to me, is just like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Brendan Gallagher is the first time I've seen him with a girlfriend. I was thrilled. I was was so excited for him him. that he was, he was excited and he was willing and wanting to to share share her with us. Yeah. People are dicks. People are dicks. Like his appearance means, I mean, matters a lot less than his fact, than the fact that he cannot cook eggs. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even how eat eggs. How can not know how to cook an like, egg? Like, vegan or not, I, like, eggs are gross. But, like, if you don't know how to cook something as basic as, like, scrambled eggs, I'm like, sir. So, Brandon, that's because Stella <laughs> did everything for him. Yes. 
She did everything for him. She probably he can. I think he can allegedly he can grill because he grills at his mom's house. I've seen a video of that. But I'm like, you can't you can't grill everything. You're not. No, you can't. You're grill not everything. an outdoorsman. <laughs> Poor Redmond Gallagher. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled for him. Yeah. At least I have I hope, one I hope she's thing very nice. in common with Brendan Gallagher. In so far you, that we both fucking hate cooking like it's not that i can't <laughs> he does it. He does i it, literally hate it <laughs> i hate opening my fridge i hate <laughs> getting ingredients out putting them on the counter i hate heating up my stove and this uh, stove tops delicious in case oh you want to great know how, this how is so worth the effort no if you want to know how viscerally Dave hates cooking, he just finished closing all of his rings. They just popped up on my Apple Watch. I did? Yeah. Just <laughs> yes, I did. All three wings. All I three just rings. spent... Okay, so that's funny. Because <laughs> since the start of the Habs game to now just recording, I've burned 50 calories sitting still and talking what? and Rage. thinking. <laughs> my body is a fucking reactor. And I'm just pissed <laughs> all the time. How you stay so trim eating Snickers and Taco Bell? I know, Dr. and Pepper. Dr. Pepper and the fucking yes. Skittles. Today, I... Um, it's all sugar. I woke up at like fucking... Have you had your... I'm sorry. Have you had your um, insulin levels checked? He gets blood work like three times a day. Like well, the doctor's always frozen. calling him... <laughs> I <can't laughs> frozen. I'm not frozen, <laughs> but I can stay very still because of my... <laughs> Low blood sugar. But... <laughs> I'm really worried about you. You might like type two. Type two is a thing, you know. My dad got with that. how active I am because he was so, so into sleep. Dave is always on. He's always on one and always on the run. Like he just he sleeps like three hours at night, literally during the day because of all the sugar. Just woke up naturally. I was he's like, just he's just raging. <laughs> He's what the raging. hell? What the hell was I doing last night? See, I wasn't even out last night. Now I have to remember. It was Sunday of a long weekend. Why was I in? I didn't go anywhere. What happened? I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, Cheesecake Factory. You, Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Then I napped. Then I think I watched a show. Yep, yep. I watched my shows. Watched some Boardwalk Empire. Went back to bed. Didn't you nap until like one thirty in the morning? Is that was that last night? No, no, that was that was a different time. But then, like, okay. I, I slept, slept. I think I went to bed at like uh, two ish, maybe. So I'm like, okay, let me just set my alarm for whenever. And then I woke up at like eight. And I'm like, bam, wide awake. I thought, oh Christ, that wasn't supposed to happen. I look at my alarm clock. I have four hours left of my alarm clock. I like, I wanted to wake up at noon like a human being on a holiday, and I didn't. I woke up four hours earlier. I'm like, oh my god, I'm hungry, but it's snowing out. I'll let the plows take care of that. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll sit around and watch more Boardwalk Empire. And then, like, I'm hungry. So I went to the noodle place, ate some noodles. It was me and, like, one other person there with this poor girl. I tipped her pretty heavy. And then I left, <laughs> uh, came back home, napped, woke up for the game. And now I'm here. And I'm going to have more food later because I want nuggies. You the other day I had a CBD gummy oh, and then I what? just like <laughs> a what? CBD what? gummy what? and you can't, you can't just get like 
like exclusively CBD. They all have a trace of THC, THC that I get them at the weed store. But like, I just like, oh. I was out. I, t- I had like an inadvertent, unintentional nap. I think this was yesterday. Remember, Dave, are you frozen? No, <laughs> I'm not frozen. I have technology. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 yeah. And then I woke up at like 10 p.m. Oh my God. I think I was talking to you, right, Dave? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we were DMing. Maybe. I think it's just so. like, now I'm up until what? At, no, whatever. I went, I went up to bed because I fell asleep on the couch. Right. Like a fucking Ben Affleck. And, um, <laughs> what? Is that common for Mr. Affleck? <laughs> Don't you remember? So, okay. So, remember how I told you that I hate Ben Affleck? Yeah. Yeah. He confirmed it when he had his interview with Howard Stern. Oh, and he, and he was like, oh, I slept on the couch. On his yeah. marriage, on, on, on fucking the woman that took him to rehab twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and then he talked about how he would drink a bottle of whatever, of whiskey, and fall asleep on the couch. So anyway, I fell asleep on the couch. And then I took myself up to bed, and I was able to keep sleeping. Hmm. Hell yeah. He's good for you. I use it for my anxiety. It's a good, it's a good thing. When I have a particularly, you know, like Day. when when my heart will not stop racing and it it really helps was it saturday yes yes saturday night so saturday oh, so night i went might have out been saturday yeah oh, okay oh, yep yeah. had, had the tropical party tropical virtual party and like okay i'm still <laughs> party mode so midnight i go to the beer garden and drank but um um not that much i meet up with some people there they want to go to another place want to go then i head to their apartment and I had weed there that, like, put me on the moon. I couldn't believe it. Like, I smoke recreationally. Ooh, might have been laced right? with something. Yeah. Stuff that I never, like, I, I never have weed at home, like, ever. It's just, it's not my thing. Yeah. And, like, but, no, I, so, smoked a bit, and I was like, oh, Christ, my hand feels amazing. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> really high right now. <laughs> so, and that that was just a thing. So, then Sunday happened, then, okay, now I'm here. Okay. Is it legal in New York? Yes. Okay. There's a CBD store in the mall. I don't know. If that yeah, yeah, counts. yeah, yeah. Well, right, CBD is not CBD. Is, I know. CBD is not a federally yeah. scheduled. Right. Okay. Drug. Yeah. Now, hey, speaking of your hand, did your did that thing that you had to put that weird stuff on go away? The ointment that you were it was like don't put a cert only put a certain amount on. Oh, the yeah. ointment that the yeah. ointment that shocked me one day when I opened it up. Oh no! That was that was odd. Like I pulled the cap off, and I go put it on my hand, and like a little spark flew out of it. I was like, ah, <laughs> because there's ammonium <laughs> in it. So I think, or whatever it is. Uh, so news in the past week before we get to this fucking Arizona game. Cam Hillis back to Laval. Uh, we claimed Rem Pitlick off of waivers, and I think he's great. I like him. Yes. He uh, scored yeah. today, first of the season, as I have. Uh, first updates. shot on his first, first shot. First shot as I have. Nailed it. Got it just right. Made Good it count. Job. Good Pitlick. job, Rem. R-E-M Pitlick. That's me. As we know today, Caden um, Promo was put onto the taxi squad after the whole nonsense last week. I'm just going over all this. Chris Weidman, ah, suspended for one game. Remember when he headbutted so-and-so in the Boston Bruins? Warranted. No. I was Team Weidman. You can headbutt whoever the hell you want if you're gang held like that. <laughs> oh, big news for one of our prospects. Sean Farrell is on Team USA. 
the actual Olympic roster. So good for him. Uh, he'll be playing in February in Beijing, representing the good old U.S. of A. and Uncle oh, Sam shit. and the corporate interests of capitalist militarism. Uh, really Nick Suzuki game. has been named to Nick the Suzuki. All-Star Game to represent the Habs. Yeah. Who else? Yes. Who yeah. else? Who else? He had the best thing to say about that in that he said, I've always wanted to go to the All-Star Game. Well, you know what, kid? You fucking earned it. Good job, yeah. kid. You beautiful mm. child, you. You sweet, oh my God. sweet, Cherubim. sweet, precious. Isn't that so much fun in Vegas, baby Suzuki. Sweet now, baby Suzuki. <laughs> now, if I were there, my mother wanted to go actually to the All Star Game. Complications occurred. We did not go. I'm not there. I would be in Vegas right now to watch the Habs. When is the game? This week. I don't even know. Sometime. Is it during the week? Um. Yeah, it's a Thursday. It's Thursday. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I. This is literally the first time I've missed a Habs game in Vegas in the regular season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the the streak ends after two or three years. We can start it it's up. It's not again. a Habs game, is it? It's like the no, All-Star game. no, no. The Habs are also playing in Vegas. Yeah. This week. Ah, okay. Yeah. I don't even know. All Star break really is for a Habs podcast. I don't remember. It's it's in is it in February. Oh, look at that. The Habs bye week is in February, too. As if they need it. I don't know if they're going to reschedule <laughs> during that time. Anyway, Probably. I don't know when the All-Star game is. It's not on the schedule. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, the All-Star game. What the, what the hell is this calendar? Like, why is the All-Star game on a Thursday? But I'm not even looking at the calendar anymore to yeah, see no. when the Habs game is. No, the, the Habs are playing Vegas proper Thursday night. Oh, and tomorrow it's against, and tomorrow they're playing Dallas. So they have a back-to-back. Um, awesome. That's great. Uh, moving on. Paul Byron will be back this week. Good for yes. Polly Boy Iron. Lord Byron. That's awesome. Um, Jake Allen, how long is he out? I don't think there was a. They don't know. Yeah, don't think there was much. Uh, and also, Kerry Price, big news. They have no idea when he's going to be back either. But he did speak no. to his doctor. So there he it spoke goes. to his doctor. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yay! Good. Yeah, I guess wow. uh, he got permission from his wife. <laughs> Uh, more updates to the roster. Uh, Dauphin and Schooneman assigned to the taxi squad. And Allen, uh, that's right, Allen, he uh, went back to Montreal to get tested. That was on the 14th. That was three days ago, over the weekend. Uh, more updates. Uh, Raphael Harvey-Pinard, Jesse Ilonen, and, uh, Gianni Fairbrother. They're back on the rocket. Because is it Gianni? It's Gianni. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, what did I say? You said Johnny? Johnny. No, like, I said this is Johnny. Short Whatever. No. Uh, Belzeal's on waivers, so we'll find out about that tomorrow. <gasps> he might get claimed. Probably not. <gasps> Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will. Okay, then all of the medical updates. So now here we are. Okay, so I was trying to find yesterday, is there an official place where we can see the pro- COVID protocol list? No. Like, no. all I ever see is tweets. And it's just like, what? I don't even fucking know. Like, why wasn't Brendan Gallagher playing today? The Habs also announced that there are no longer any players from the club on the protocol list. No more COVID. Now it's just injuries. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gallagher so it's got over. hurt. Out of the what, I, forget, I forgot what hurt him. Uh, Gallagher will be back in one to two weeks. Edmondson Fuck. recently returned to Montreal following passing of his father. He has not skated yet. There's no timetable on his return. Byron, uh, good chance he'll be yeah back on this road trip. Um, Alan went for an MRI. Uh, yeah. And Sip there's... Uh, I, I think I saw... Maybe I'm making this up. I think I saw like one to two weeks for Jake Allen. 
Yeah. I think that might have been before. That's what was it's that before? assuming right now. Okay. I don't know if that was before the, they announced the MRI or not. Yeah, they're saying a week. Right. And then depending on results, that will probably be expanded. Uh, Mr. Perot, uh, no timetable. <laughs> And no timetable for price. To Foley. And what the fuck? What's wrong with Perot? I missed something there too. Lower body what's injury. What's wrong with? No, I don't remember when. Okay. Uh, to Foley is supposed to be back on this road trip at some point. Well, yeah, because he was skating yesterday. So that means To Foley and or Byron today? will be back, and then oh, Gallagher in the next so two bad weeks. For the players, man. Yeah, it so sucks. It sucks. And, um, well, you know what? Ducharme should be better, doing a better job. Anyway, we'll talk about that later, too. So, finally, the Arizona we? game. We're going to be talking about everything later. Yeah, okay. yeah. We're going to talk about all sorts of shit. But now the Arizona game. So, uh, it starts oh off real awesome. Uh, Travis Boyd, five minutes in. John La- J- Johan Larson, eight minutes in. In the first 10 minutes of the game, the Habs are down 2-0 against the Arizona Coyotes. Let's let's put this in perspective here for just one second. The Arizona Coyotes are in 31st place. The Habs are in 32nd. The Arizona Coyotes are a bad team. And in this game, I think I tweeted about it. In this game, 31-32 and 32 in the standings, they're right next to each other. But with the way that the Habs played today... You might as well have, like, 31st spot, a fucking canyon, and then the halves. Because it looked like Arizona was running circles around these guys. That goal by Yanis, Yanis Moser, the one that I'm talking about with Anderson and whatnot. So Anderson was covering and pushing him off to the outside like he's supposed to do. And both Sherratt and Savard are covering two players on the posts. Mosier gets around Anderson, gets literally in front of the net. He is in the slot, shoots and scores uninterrupted. Unassisted goal. He just skated a freaking hook into the zone and scored like it was nothing. I thought that that was the worst goal that they've been, that there's been allowed because Sherratt and Savar just watched him do it when he beat Anderson. It was so mm, awful. Awful, awful, awful. Ah. Anyways, Rem Pitlick eventually does get a goal there, but it's 3-1 after the Mosier goal. Ryan Paling on the power play. Thank God. Off a great shot by Drouin. Don't even get me started on the power play. Yeah, we got a power play goal. But, ah, that first power play. It was ugly. They're feeding Petrie to take shots. First power play. No shots on goal. Second power play. Weidman has two shots. Two shots. (laughs) On goal. What is Petrie doing? Weidman was in Petrie's house at the top of the umbrella in the middle of the blue line, taking shots. He got both of them on net. I don't know what Petrie's doing. Again, another, it's, it's, it's a record. It's a record every game. Uh, so anyways, Palin gets one. Uh, Nick Schmaltz answers back, Ugh, makes it four two Arizona. And then Clayton Keller gets the empty netter at the end of the game. And that, Oh my god, I couldn't believe how bad that was. 6v5, empty net, and Clayton Keller gets the puck in their zone and just skates it all the way. Didn't even take a shot. Skates it all the way to the half net and just pushes it in. Put it to bed. No 
no resistance at all. I couldn't believe it. 6v5. Player just skates away with the puck. That what What's so problematic about this is that... Crap, I think I'm missing like another point that I wanted to make too. Oh my god. Uh, officiating. That's right. Alright. Disallowed goals. And goaltender interference. And today, it was a goaltender interference issue where... Ugh. A player knocked into it was either Montembeau or Promo because it was Montembeau some... because because uh they've been switched at this point People right sure and that they was a whole other turn. thing like the broadcast didn't even know Promo had been pulled until the overhead cam showed Montembeau's jersey and like oh that's Sam Montembeau there was no tweet about it from the Habs and the broadcast booth had no idea they switched goalies. What? What? Friggin' bonkers. What happened? What happened? Yeah. That Ducharme mentioned in the post game that he wanted to change the momentum. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Change momentum. I have never, ever heard of that excuse for changing goalies or experienced it in the way that happened today. I had zero clue that Montembeau went in. There was nothing, yeah. no announcement, anything. I just, I, I was like shocked. Maybe it's not a big deal, but it was fucking strange. It was, it was very strange. And like, Especially I, in a back-to-back scenario with the Dallas tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I personally, like, I'm not a goalie expert. I, by any means, but I personally did not have any issues with how Primo was playing. Oh. Um, He does still have a lot of growing to do. I just, I feel like the issue with, with him was the, the, player the players in front of him um and i did feel bad for he just looked really discouraged um after he did look just really discouraged through his mask after all the goals and everything but um it was it was weird it was weird when was that uh penalty assessed i'm I'm double checking it now i thought it i thought this was i thought it was after they switched. To yeah, goals, no, no, second goals. goal. No, no, no. So, so promo. Yeah, yeah. No, promo has all the all the goals against. In oh, this. okay. So it was at the tail end of the second period, but okay. it was close. So, so okay. So this freaking thing. Ah, uh, this was the Nick Schmaltz go goal, and the 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 we tried to overturn it because um because the, a player was against uh promo when the when the puck went in and that would assume goaltender interference but it was ruled a good goal because a Habs player pushed whomever into promo and it's like mm, wait a second but weren't they both facing away from the net so but the thing yes they correctly. were they were both facing yeah. away from the net but the thing that got me about this one one moment one moment I said I gotta remember this because it kind of okay so against Chicago the goal that counted with with the whole goal uh, post moving, the goal counted because Hoffman, nudged by whatever player, intentionally or accidentally, hit the goal post and it moved it off its moorings. Okay, and that goal counted. <laughs> and now, this is not goaltender interference because a Hab knocked a Coyote into Promo. Like, I get it's two different situations, but but what is the standard for incidental collision happening 
because of someone else's actions. It Those are fun. two different things arbitrary. going on. And like the thing that, it's just like the thing that care, who was it that got Ooh. knocked? I don't even know who it was that got knocked into the coyote, but like, I, it's, I it looked you. like they were spooning. It like, it looked like they were spooning and they were, they were, they had fallen and they were all sliding at the same time and they slid into Promo. And like Promo had no, Promo I think was actually, was trying to look for the puck and get it, but he had no room to even, do anything. It, it wasn't even anything like that. They, they both, every player on the ice, except Promo, one would accept, because we've seen goaltender interference get called for far less. Yeah. And even then, both the Hab and the Yote, they were still on their skates. They were just doing regular hockey shit. They hadn't fought. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's just, I oh my God. The it, overhead shot. But like, it was, it was, it was weird to me. It was, it was, it was abysmal. So, Brendan Gallagher. Now we can finally talk about this. Disallowed goal versus Carolina this year versus an Arizona goal that counted tonight. Disallowed goal versus Tampa this year versus Chicago goal that counted the other night. What's the difference asking for a friend? So he's probably going to get fined by the NHL. That's, yeah. But like, if you don't say anything, things won't change. And it doesn't matter if your workplace is a fast food restaurant, or if you are a business person, or if you are a doctor, or if you work as a professional athlete, or if you're a model or whatever, like you have to say things to get things changed. Uh And uh it's it's dumb it's absolutely dumb that these players who put their bodies on the line every day for the sport can't say anything when the people who are supposed to be keeping them safe on the ice during a game are causing them danger or causing them to just perform less on paper perform perform worse on paper because they can't be consistent it's a safety issue yes and it's also an issue with just the, the basic integrity of the game. You know, you, yeah. you you spend your entire life learning how to play a game. And all of a sudden, you don't know what the hell you're doing because you just don't know what, what a call is going to go one way or another. Now, that being talk- said. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Veronica. No. I was going to say. Uh, the Habs have to stay out of the box. Despite everything we just mentioned about officiating. The Coyotes had five power plays tonight, and it's every game they're getting just hammered with power plays. Coyotes did not score on any of these power plays. The Coyotes also have the second worst power play in the league next to Montreal. Montreal. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Freaking Romy and the bot. Romy had to serve what the, the... Was it the challenge many penalty? Men? It was Caulfield that went in. Okay. Romy had, I mean, was there too many men? No, not today. Oh, I think there was Ro- too many men from on Arizona's. I was, Romy, I just Romy had, had to serve a penalty for something. And, and like, he looked so sad. Puck over like, glass. Oh, that's right. It was a delay. There oh were a my- lot of delay games today. Oh my God. When Kulak, I couldn't believe this. I don't know how this could officially happen. He was on one side of the rink, and he backhands it, backhand, over yeah. the far side glass for a delayed game. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, and he, I, he, that wasn't his, he was just trying to 
to to back check or whatever or, or, or trying not back check but to like get the trying puck to, out to get the zone. puck out of the way but like and I, just, it's just, just fucking it was, it's a fluke it's a fluke he was like i am a small viking and <laughs> just shot it out of there but there were there there were a lot of i feel like there were a lot of delay games today um which is which was weird yeah there was more than one um what I wanted to mention earlier, what, what you said, Beth, about um, speaking out against the league and the punishments for, you know, having a, whoops, having a, having an opinion. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to hold this for the rest of the, for the rest of the podcast. Um, Keegan Mitchell, hockey PEI, that young player who spoke out mm-hmm. against the league for the, yep. um, the sanctions against the racist slur against his teammate was suspended was suspended for having that opinion on social media and he you know what he said he went out there and said you know what i might never play hockey again and i don't even fucking care i'm gonna stand up for what's right i'm paraphrasing um i posted his whole uh, a social media post to twitter but you know it was after like fucking an insane amount of backlash against the the punishment to Keegan that hockey PEI rescinded the suspension, um, increased the racist player's suspension to whatever, by a game or two or something like that. But it's just like, this is, it's so fucked. Mm-hmm. That's you hockey. Call, you can call my, my teammate a racist slur. I'm not allowed to say anything about the league for not dealing with it. And I mean, at some point, you know, much like this guy, fucking Djokovic, at some point people are going to have to be made an example of, and then maybe people will, I don't know. Like, I mean, they're, they're not going to stop being racist, but maybe they can stop being assholes towards other players, opponents on the ice. Yeah. As saying long as people, racist shit. As long as people get away with it, other people yeah. are going to be like, okay, well, if they did it, I can too. And if, those are, if, the, if all these other people did it, then I can yeah. too. Um, anyway, Keegan and, Mitchell, you're my star of the fucking week. Yes. Keegan. Good job, Keegan. Good job, Good Keegan. Man. Good man, um, Keegan. Another <sighs> thing that I saw tweeted, which uh, pairs with what you just said, Veronica. Um, a lot of people were uh, talking about Brendan Gallagher's tweet saying the fine that he's going to get for this is is more than any head hit ever has gotten. Yep. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, let's see. In closing, uh, one Hab miraculously had a positive plus-minus rating today. That was Jonathan Drouin. Jonathan Drouin. Yeah, he got both assists. And the worst plus-minus of the game is a minus three to Cole Caulfield. He has to go to Laval. He was trying. He no. I feel bad for Cole. Like no. he's like, oof. nope. He is he is a ghost out there. I don't care what anybody says. He had one two on one with somebody, and he leckoned the shot, leckoned it, and he's oh come on. Oh, he leckoned it. Poor, poor Lekkonen. Well, um, Lekkonen can't score. Caulfield can't score. Nobody can score on the Habs. It is just a fact of what's going on, but. Once the Habs get their regular roster guys back, send Caulfield down. Because what's happening in the NHL is not working for him. Everything that he tried to do, nothing, nothing. Ryan Paling, 17% on the faceoff dot. Send him to Laval. Um, Awful. 
ah, it's just every everywhere you look, there's there's no good anywhere. And I'm I'm sorry, but there's there's regular roster players in the roster now. I don't know what Ducharme is doing. Uh, Drouin had uh had something to say at the presser at the uh you know presser after the game today. One second, we're running out of time. Um. Quote, uh, that's up to the players. It's not the coaches. It's not the trainers. It's only the players that have to show up and start playing. We have systems. The systems are right. We, we, we just have to execute them way better. And I do not believe him for a second. Sorry to say. He's the one playing. He's the one he playing. is the one playing. He knows better than me. 110%. But this is an atrocity. Yeah, the- well, I mean, Jeff Gordon said that Ducharme is here to stay. Yeah, and At that's that's this- moronic. So. He has to go. It's the last place power play, like the third to last place penalty kill. Uh, every metric that a team is is, is defined by. The Habs are just bygone the worst team in the league. This game against fucking Arizona, Arizona, half of their decor, like the Habs, gone because of COVID. Habs can't get shots on. Yeah. It's awful. It is so awful. When they have to puck in their own zone, it's a, it's a, it makes you wonder for the the first period the only line that could break into the Arizona zone was the Evans line with Armia and um ah whoever else w- was playing with them but like for the first 10 15 minutes of the game th- that was the only line that was ever able to make it out aside from that any other line on the ice including Suzuki including Dvorak they are getting flummoxed and like fighting for their life around promo in that first period. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is an NHL team. Just not, they're not performing and they haven't been performing. Charm is, has, has a seven figure salary with the Habs. He has to figure this shit out. Losing like this. The Habs also, they are, they are 18 and seven in 2022 for goals scored Against them, 18, and goals scored for them, 7, so far this year. And I actually think I'm wrong about that. But this is the third time this year in four games that they have had five goals scored against them. Unreal. They're horrible. And it's just... (laughs) Buck stops somewhere. Ducharme, I have zero faith in him. Give him... Uh, uh, the fucking Team Canada Olympic team and have them play them in the... It, well, uh, he's done that before. He got the fucking Ferrari for the World Juniors, best players on the planet. He had the Ferrari in Junior with McKinnon and Drouin on the top line. Miracle teams. One because of them. Goes in the playoffs, has a hot run with an impressive uh, leadership core. That leadership core is gone in this regular season. And it's an atrocity. I have it on record from two folks with check marks on Twitter that the training camp for the Habs this year was the worst they've ever seen. 
And we are living with that. The Lion and the Rocket are doing fine-ish, comparatively. But the Habs, mm-mm, they don't got it. That's the end of my rant. Um, speaking of coaches, Claude Julien was named mm. for Team Canada to go to the Olympics. One of the coaches. Congratulations, Good Claude. Good job, Claude. Good old Claude. That's awesome. I was happy to read that. And I think that's yeah. it. Oh, I think the last bit of news is that we will probably know who the next GM of the Habs are this week. Yes. Perhaps, maybe. Based on? Based on uh, Chantal. Yeah, she mentioned it. Like they'll yeah, they're coming down to it in like the next forty eight hours, apparently. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because the tweet that I saw was that she said there's no news. The right. There was no ongoing. news. Yes. So somebody let a there's a rumor out from somewhere for some radio people that I don't know because I don't. That was Chantal. Listen to French. Wait a second. Um, there was no, there was some, it was two guys that were saying that was going to be announced during the game today. And so people were like freaking out about that. And I was like, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, that one. Yeah. As if yeah, they're going to yeah. announce it during the fucking game. Yeah. yeah it's not going to happen. Off. Somebody, um, somebody was like, oh, it's probably going to be Camilleri. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That, that's, that's a funny. deep cut. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, I hope, Christ. I hope that Chantal is not the only lady that's announced to the new leadership team. Yeah. That'd be cool. Even if she is, even if the new lady is not the big bad GM, like if they're an assistant or something else, like I think that'd be yeah. really great. Um, and really, that would add a lot of just different thinking and different perspective. Yeah, I really hope face. it's not fucking Danny Briere or even Matthew Darsh. Um, I just uh, please go with somebody nobody's ever heard of before yes, and then, like new. show that you went like did a deep dive and went really into the weeds and yeah. found somebody proper because like, this that, old voice club be, is not cutting it yeah the like you know the old guard like I'm so fucking tired of it like admittedly you know, when you're searching for somebody like again I'm in the recruitment business and when you're searching for somebody in the c-suite the minimum time for a search like that is three months. Granted, the pool is a lot smaller for uh, Montreal Canadiens general manager, but um, it, 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 you still have to like be be interesting. Go outside of the box. Do yeah. like find something that is just not going to be like fucking just two good old old guard hockey guys. Although I do have a lot of faith in in. Um, I, I do like what I know of Jeff Gordon a, a lot. Um, but yeah, it's just like, that would be fucking boring. And that yeah. seems like a real hurry. It seems like a real hurry to be answered, like announcing somebody in the next 48 hours. I don't give a shit. Take until, take it all the way until, uh, until the draft. Just make sure you get it right. Like I said the other day on Twitter, if you went to all the trouble of restructuring the organization to the point that at management, you're now going to have this guy, the executive vice president and a general manager, like that's a big change. Do it right. Fucking do it right. I, like every time I hear about this big hurry and that they're announcing somebody right away, I'm always like so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's not like they haven't interviewed people. <laughs> Jesus. It's not like they got the hat out and like, bam, up. We're going to announce this in like two hours. No, they're doing their due di diligence, I'm sure. We just don't hear about it. Well, because it's like we... a freaking black box with the Habs, as it should be. That's true. But I also would like to know that they're expanding their pool. Like, because yeah, they hiring, can, hiring shouldn't be so fast. They like, that's can... a fucking, that's not a long time. Because, I mean, they can choose whether or not to only look at just people with certain experience, people just people who are just men, yeah, um, et cetera, et cetera. And if they are people people who aren't white, um, people who, like, whatever, uh, lots of different things. Like, they... Yeah, go outside of the box. If they are actually looking to diversify their options, then we would hope that it would take a little bit longer just so they can act... They could... That they are really that they're really expanding both themselves and their vision, and as well as properly vetting any candidates. Yeah, and granted, and we don't we don't know how long that they've been interviewing for either. But yeah, but I mean, you know, white out diversity like eight thousand times in your press conference, Jeff Molson. If you're just gonna hire fucking Danny Briere. <laughs> <laughs> you know like i don't know man i don't know man bit of a whiner he's got it he's got a tell-all book out now too Ooh, danny briere that's nice oh should we also mention um what's it? sean whatever sean burke might be is being looked at for the vancouver job okay Van bye job. i'm like yes get out of here yeah see you later <laughs> Goodbye. Don't let the door Bye. hit your ass on the way out. The fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today, and I, somebody was like, "Oh man, this must suck for the house." I was like, "No, <laughs> goodbye. We're done. That's yeah. fine. It's fine." As, as if we have goalies to actually coach at this point. Let's <sighs> ah. put a sack of potatoes out there at this point. God. All right. Yes, I feel so bad for Samuel Montembo. He's like, this, yeah. "This wasn't part of the deal, man." Yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be starting. No. This is supposed to be no. Price Allen the whole fucking year. He was just supposed to sit back, relax, collect his paycheck. Yeah. Work out. Get paid, getting paid to stay in shape. Maybe That's five, six games a year. Yeah. In Laval. Oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. He would have been great. Or, like, it reminds me of who who was our goalie, our, our redheaded goalie. <gasps> Mike Condon. Mike Condon. Did I tell you that I found out where he is? He's the father in the world. Did I tell you I found out where he is? He is coach. Crap. I, I sent it to our dear, lovely Ashley on Instagram because she is taking a break from the social medias. Um, but I found out that Mike Condon is working. Why won't it tell me where, what the friggin', um, he's working at the North with the Northeastern Huskies college hockey team. He is currently a volunteer assistant goalie coach. Sweet. Um, but if you want to call him, his extension is on their website. Oh, man. <laughs> what if I just call him my call? Be like, Maybe we should invite him on. I love you. <laughs> I don't know how to reach you. Oh, I just, I guess like we could just call him like, will you come on my podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. About the halves. We love you. And I will duct tape Dave's mouth shut so he doesn't say anything mean about you. <laughs> I'm nothing. I'm nothing against Mike Condon. You better not have anything against Just Mike that Condon. he's 99% effective. But he, oh, my God. <laughs> But he like he's got a little picture of like his suit and tie on here, 
and it um it has a little biography and so and like I literally was like I haven't heard about my condom in so long. What is he doing? Ah. And so I just Googled him and I was like, oh, he's happy and successful. That's and he's good. living in the Northeast. So I was personally in attendance for two of the greatest Habs games that he played for as a Hab. Uh, one against Buffalo in Buffalo where Andre Markov, I think, had a five-point night or something like that. Hell yeah. Between assists, assists and goals back in those days. And I was also at the Winter Classic. Nice. I wasn't as anything. Well, I guess it's sort of as illustrious. I was at the game where he got his first NHL shutout. My first NHL oh, cool. game was his first yes, NHL that's shutout. That's right. That's right. So that was really cool. That's very cool. And yeah, he's such. Yeah, if anybody wants to know, let's talk to Mike Condon. Um, you can look him up on the Northwestern Huskies website. I'm not going to just put out <laughs> his extension. I don't even know the number, but you, if you want it that badly, you can find it. Uh, I maybe one day I'll be brave and I'll call it. And don't ask. don't spam my Condon. Don't spam my Condon, please. I really don't want him to hate me. Um, <laughs> he's a he's a good dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here I'll never forget just, that. Um, um, 24CH, where his dad talked about how Carey Price is the best goalie on the planet. And then he said it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his son is Mike Condon. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. he was talking about, you know, the privilege of backing up Carey Price. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we see Carey again this season. What do you think? Probably not. Don't Probably care. Maybe garbage time in April or something. Oh, I, I at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if he retires. It just It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. No, nope. doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, way that I the Habs are going right now. Does he really want to go through this team trying to find its identity again? Because without Weber, because I don't think Weber's coming back either. No, he's not going to come back. Price is back, but uh-uh. I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe if he yeah. feels that whatever injury is ailing him, he's like, you know what? This shit's not worth it. I'd rather deal with my anti-vax wife for the rest of my days instead of playing for this team. <laughs> Did she post any stories about Djokovic? Well, we don't follow her anymore, anymore. so nobody knows. Um, What if, like, do you think that because of who Schweber is as a person and a hockey player, that they would just immediately make him head coach of a team? No. Here you go. Okay. I don't. I I will not dream. I would. I mean, I personally would, but. Yeah, I would hire him to be around my team, but if she if she hangs them up officially and definitively, um, I just see him being a dad. Yeah, him yeah. and him and Paul Byron just coaching. Yeah, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> it'll be like play on that team. It'll be like when um, Roy is coaching the little girl soccer team. <laughs> Make sure this moment lives with you forever. <laughs> You lost. We suck. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he's just like, fuck no. Oh, so I have. Yeah. Oh, just just like to the little girls. Anyway, that's fine. Roy Kenton, the teacher. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think that the teacher read more into it than Roy did. I mean, than than was was supposed to. Like, he's just like. They made a point of making that a thing. And then fucking Keeley doesn't go with him to fucking the valley or whatever. Uh, I just discovered valley, something. You Wi-Fi. 
I just discovered something. I messed up the YouTube video. That's oh, cool. Spoilers. Oh no, shit. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, that's it. We're way over time. Okay, we're way over time. Bye. Bye. I will never be able to do this.